Following a slug of coffee, I'm going to continue the My Rules of Better podcast because I also had an opportunity to talk with Barney Dicker associated with the lead pile. I went through a curious set of experiences and it made me realise that actually the time in Salt Lake City, while being relatively pertinent to Brandon Sanderson and the ongoing discussion associated with his wealth and how he amassed it very rapidly through Kickstarter, wow, took him 20 years, but yeah. When I was in Salt Lake City, we had a situation called a squall, which is when the atmosphere drops every piece of snow. You can imagine we got, I think, a few feet of snow in literally about, well, probably took about an hour for it all to fall, but mainly in the first 30 seconds, which is really an apocalyptic kind of experience. We were all in a car together, me with the girls and, and obviously my wife, Michelle, and uh, the circumstance happened and the roads were completely useless and everything was pitch black. Ironically, what happened early on before this thing hit was some tumbleweed blew across in front of the car path for about 30 seconds and then the snow really hit. So our whole time in Salt Lake City was spent dealing with snowstorms and we were only there for, I think we ended up six days. We got out on the sixth day, even though we were going to initially spend a week there, uh, a full week, a full calendar week. And this was through a period of time also where I started contacting kickstarters of which i'd been relatively friendly with because aside from sponsoring the kickstarters i also had mutual friends with them and i realized the whole kickstarter game just wasn't for me with regards to creating miniatures or running a kickstarter with regards to creating miniatures and i haven't really put that out there but it came through this experience of contacting old kickstarters that owed me either money or miniatures or both many still owe me both and just getting a sense of how completely disorganized and ramshackled the whole thing was and how lucky I'd been actually up until that period of time that we would get anything out of Kickstarter, which uh, was a relatively strange experience. But what happens with the lead pile? So I going through phases of giving away stuff and miniatures are a part of that stuff that I'm giving away uh, in large part just because I don't want them anymore. I'm going through a kind of life event where I don't feel coming out of COVID that necessarily my daughters want to inherit so many miniatures. And I got a good portion painted as well, uh, just just to have them painted, to have finalised, uh, but really got rid of a lot. And that, I think, has been an ongoing theme. So now I'm in the position where I just find bases, plastic bases, in volume and nowhere to send them. So I send them off to uh, my friend in Yorkshire, and we work from that point. And... Uh, Limiting the lead pile has been interesting because I've also gone through a period where certain opportunities just basically became too good to be true. And really the end of last year was that opportunity. And I bought a couple of armies, maybe three armies, that are armies that I've, well, four armies, let's count them through, that I've always wanted to own in some regard and realised that this was kind of the end game associated with miniatures, so I might as well at least own them painted. And one of them was an entire collection of Nurgle, the demonic Nurgle race through GW-related mantra, of which I think almost all of them are fantasy Nurgle. Uh, but, you know, going back to the, what were they called? The, old, the unclean one with weapons and things like that. So a fellow in the US had been a Nurgle collector for many years. His Nurgle collection came up. I thought, this is ridiculous. Bought it a good portion. Well, a subset of it was broken. And sent it on to my friend in Yorkshire. Easy. Sisters of Battle, similar situation. Dwarves. Dwarves were a long-standing issue through COVID. Just horrible experiences. And basically through this period of time as well, I also got back everything that had been lost. And some of it was much the worse for wear. There was a parcel that was sent around Christmas time last year, which I got really in the start of April. 
and it'd been used as a soccer ball by FedEx. I'll never really use FedEx again. I'll never make the choice to use FedEx, let's put it that way. Just really strange interactions with FedEx, which means clearly they're not worthy of money. And, uh, yeah, so that was that. The dwarves were stunning. Uh, first edition, second edition dwarves just don't exist in any way on the commercial market. That was there. The system of battle, I've had a, I'm interested in the older metal stuff, not interested in the newer plastic. And it was just a few of them for the right price, easily done. And I've had a wood elf army that I've had basically simmering through through COVID, which I think is fundamentally done. And, you know, so I've got a, a few armies that I've pulled out of the, the smoldering wreck, basically. Uh, that was my miniature collecting. But after that, I'm just done. I'm just done. Like, maybe foreseeable future, potentially small window of opportunity. I did back a wood elf offering on Kickstarter. But everything else I'm doing with Kickstarter, I'm just giving away now. Just in matter of principle. And everything that I've had historically that I have no meaningful interest in, just giving away now. As a matter of principle. So really, the the lead pile is no longer a thing. And I think it's going to have to stay that way. The historicals have been with the same painter for many months now. He's finally gone to doing them. And he'll be paid for them, and that'll be that. And certainly with regards to Vietnam, Second World War, I have everything I need for skirmishes. Fine. I'm not really interested in large-scale conflict. I'm not really interested in tanks. I mean, I'm interested in tanks in a kind of intellectual sense, but I'm not interested in owning tanks. And these limiting factors have kind of just put bookends on the whole lead pile thing. Now, could I talk for an extended period of time about old Nurgle? Potentially so. Could I talk for an extended period of time about old Wood Elves? Probably. Could I talk for an extended period of time associated with old Dwarves? Yes. There's a little bit of Slanesh thrown in there, which I guess Rochi is painting. But yeah, the aim is also to have a kind of conclusion of my interaction with Rochi which has been primarily pandemic. Uh, he's done amazing jobs for me. And now just move on to the next thing. I think having painters on salary, so to speak, is kind of, I don't know, it's an idea that I'd like to end potentially this year, and certainly with the historicals lend. And with lingering stuff with Rochi, maybe, who knows, sometime this year. But yeah, I'm just sick of the lead. The lead is the kind of noose around my neck, or just stuff that I have no interest in. I mean, literally, I received a Kickstarter that I must have put about 200 bucks into, but is just, I'm just working out who to send it to, really. So, you know, these things are uh, no longer domains of my life, or, or the end of domains of my life, let's say. And also going through the books is a big thing, because really... What would stop me from me moving immediately, aside from my daughters and their ability to walk and talk, has been the books. And the books were certainly a big factor here. I was charged about $12,000 to get my books here. And that's not happening again. <laughs> so, yes, going through the books and working out. I mean, I did a good cull before I arrived in Las Vegas. But I'm surrounded by my books currently and I can't even fit the sea line books on the shops. So something has to be done. It has to be done practically. It'll be done. And the miniatures, exactly the same story. And thanks to everyone who's taken my stuff, many of whom are listeners to this podcast, and thanks to the people that are just sympathetic to receive occasional boxes of stuff. Because I really am just at a time in my life where it's a wonderful thing to be able to pass on miniatures to people and books and magazines and things like that, but I just don't need them filling my life. And Sea Lion represents perhaps the end of that thing. But it just, you know, the mindset needs to be changed. And the lead pile, 
fundamentally needs to be changed. Really nothing that's coming out these days. The STL stuff, 3D printing stuff, all that stuff just isn't my game. So it seemed like a good time just to clean things up. And I'm also making friends with folks in the kind of post-collecting community who have existing collections that they film periodically and talk about, but aren't really involved in contemporary collection because nothing nothing follows what they're interested in. So that's the podcast associated with the lead pile. I do think perhaps there are some videos associated with some aspects of it, and I'd probably, even once these things are painted and get back to me, going to do additional giveaways and just give them to people. Because really, it's a. when I left the Bay Area, I found a fellow who lived remotely locally to me, who I at least could pass on, I think it was like four wine crates, wine boxes worth of, of Games Workshop White Dwarfs. That in and of itself was a huge load. And looking at the Games Workshop White Dwarfs that I have currently, I could probably do the same thing again quite comfortably. However, I have friends now to send them on to and pay the subsequent shipping and other related nonsense associated. So that is where I'm at with that. More self-created rules, more podcasts, and uh, hopefully a lot more productivity coming up. Tom Barbelay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.